ओमज्ञानतिरांधस्ञानाजनशलाकया चक्षुन्मीलिमें तस्म श्रीगुरव नम श्रीचैतन्यमनोभीष्ट स्थात येन भूतले स्वयं कदाह्यम ददा स्वदाक वंदेहम श्रीगुरोश्रीयुतपदकमल श्रीगुरोन्वैष्णवांश श्रीरूपम सागृजात सह गणरघुनाथन्वित तम सजीव साइत सवधूत पिजन सहित कृष्णचैतन्यदेव श्रीराधाकृष्णपादगणलिता श्री विशाखान्ता नाशास्त्रचारणकनिपुनो सदर्मसंस्थापको लोकाणिण त्रिभुवने मौशरण्याको राधाकृष्णपदारविंद भजना नंदे नमत्तालिको वंदे सनातनौ रघुयुगौ श्रीजीवगोपालको हे कृष्ण करुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेश गोपिकाधाकंदनमोस्तुते तप्तकांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरिप्रि वाछाकुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिताभ्यो वैष्णवभ्यो नमो नम नम ओं विष्णुपदा कृष्ण प्रेषा भूतले श्रीमते भक्तिदस्वामीनामिने नमस्ते सारस्वतीदेव गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषून्यवादी पाश्चातिणे जय श्रीकृष्णचैतन्य प्रभुनंदीअदाधर श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्ण कृष्णा हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा 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 हरे हरे सो वेलकम टू दिस एपिसोड टेन ऑफ द नेक्टर ऑफ इंस्ट्रक्शन सीरीज एंड टुडे वी विल बी स्टडिंग द वर्स नंबर नाइन ऑफ श्री उपदेश अमृता बाय श्री लरूप गोस्वामी इफ टाइम परमिट्स वी मे ऑल्सो गो टू टेन एंड इलेवन बट लेट्स सी so it's a very interesting topic is the glories of radha kunda the lake of shrimati radharani and actually many people do not know about radha kunda except for gaudiya vaishnavas other people almost do not know about radha kunda at all <clears throat> so before we proceed further i would like to check the audio levels if everything is all right i think it's all right please let me know if there is any audio issue so please repeat after me vaikunthat janitah vara madhupuri tatra api rasa utsavat वृंदा अरण्यम उदारपाणी रमणात तत्र अपि 
गोवर्धन राधाकुंडम इह अपी गोकुलपते प्रेम अमृता आप्लावनात् कुर्यात् अस्य विराजतः गिरितटे सेवां विवेकी न कह सो दिस वर्स दिस थ्री वर्सेस नाइन टेन एंड इलेवन इलेवन बींग द लास्ट वर्स ऑल दिस थ्री वर्सेस हाईलाइट द इंपॉर्टेंस ऑफ राधा कुंड कुंड मीन्स लेक इट इज नॉट प्रोनाउंस एज कुंद इट इज कुंड कुंड सो द फर्स्ट वर्स ऑफ उपदेशामृतम इज अबाउट द क्वालिफिकेशंस ऑफ अ एडवांस्ड मोस्ट एडवांस्ड डिवोटी हु कैन बी द स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर ऑफ द होल वर्ल्ड एंड देन द सेकेंड टू आर द प्रोहिबिशंस एंड द थिंग्स दैट नीड टू बी एक्सेप्टेड और द थिंग्स दैट आर फेवरेबल फॉर डिवोशनल सर्विस द थिंग्स दैर अनफेवरेबल इन द सेकेंड वर्स एंड थिंग्स दैर फेवरेबल इन द थर्ड वर्स then fourth fifth sixth <clears throat> are about how to deal with devotees <clears throat> and then seventh and eighth are about how to come to the stage of perfection and now the last three verses are the glories of radha kund which is the most dear most um, lake of krishna why suddenly we jump to this topic from whatever we have been learning it is because of uh, rupa goswami was instructed by uh, sri chaitanya mahaprabhu to excavate he and sanatan goswami and along with the other four goswamis all the six goswamis were asked by sri chaitanya mahaprabhu to excavate the holy places in vrindavan because all were almost lost only by sri chaitanya mahaprabhu's uh mercy do we know again all the uh, the places where krishna performed his past times so those things had to be established and also we understand um more intricate um, aspects of devotional service and how important um the state of krishna consciousness is especially in the higher stages so we will proceed further now because uh, this actually have a lot to cover if we see three verses together but let's see how it goes so this tune is uh, this is 19 syllables in each line of this verse so this is like uh, the shat goswami ashtaka tune only so repeat after me each line वैकुंठाजनित वरा ओके आई थिंक विल स्प्लिट द लाइन सो वैकुंठाजनित वरा मधुपुरी तत्रोत्सवा वृंदारण्य मुदार पाणी रमणा तोवर्धना 
राधाकुंडमिहापि गोकुलपते प्रेमामृता प्लावनात कुरियादस्य विराजतो गिरितटे सेवां विवेकी नका होल लाइन वैकुंठाजनित वरा मधुपुरी तत्रोत्सवाद वृंदारण्य मुदार पाणीरमणा तोवर्धना राधाकुंडमिहापि गोकुलपते प्रेमामृता प्लावनात् कुरियादस्य विराजतो गिरितटे सेवां विवेकी नका so i'll just stand it again uh, you don't have to repeat now so but try to rem- memorize all these verses it is good to chant them whenever you are free whenever you have time you know, it is good to chant the whole 11 verses of the upadeshamritam vaikunthajanito varamadhupuri tatrapi rasotsavad vrindaranya mudara pani ramnat तत्रापि गोवर्धन राधाकुंडमिहापि गोकुलपते प्रेमामृता प्लावना विराजतो गिरितटे सेवां विवेकी नैकुंठा दैन वैकुंठा द स्पिरिचुअल वर्ल्ड जनिता because of birth vara better madhupuri the transcendental city known as mathura tatra api superior to that rasa utsavat because of the performance of the rasa leela actually utsavat means festival utsava means festival so the festival of the rasa leela vrinda aranya vrinda aranyam the forest of vrindavana udarapani of lord krishna ramanath because of various kinds of loving pastimes tatra api superior to that govardhanah govardhan hill radhakundam a place called radhakunda iha api superior to this gokulapateh of krishna the master of gokula prema amrita with the div- with the nectar of divine love aplavanat because of being over flooded kuriyat would do asya of this radhakunda virajatah situated giritate at the foot of govardhan hill sevam service viveki who is intelligent na not kah who 
So the translation and purport by Divan Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. Translation, <clears throat> the holy place known as Mathura is spiritually superior to Vaikuntha, the transcendental world, because the Lord appeared there. Superior to Mathurapuri is the transcendental forest of Vrindavan because of Krishna's Rasalila pastimes. And superior to the forest of Vrindavan is Govardhan Hill, for it was raised by the divine hand of Sri Krishna and was the site of his various loving pastimes. And above all, the super-excellent Sri Radha Kunda stands supreme, for it is over-flooded with the ambrosial nectarian prema of the Lord of Gokula, Sri Krishna. Where then is that intelligent person who is unwilling to serve this divine Radha Kunda, which is situated at the foot of Govardhan Hill? So there is a hierarchy of uh, what place is superior. If you go to Brahma Samhita, there is a there is a verse. Golokanamni nijadhamni talechatasya. Okay, this is Brahma Samhita, chapter 5, text 43. Golokanam ninijadham nitalechatasya devi mahesha haridham asuteshu teshu tete prabhava nichaya vihitashchayena govindamadi purusham tamaham bhajami. You see, this is the hierarchy of abodes, the planetary systems. From the material world all the way to the spiritual world, right? Lowest of all is located Devi Dhamma. Devi Dhamma means the mundane world, this material world with. And mundane world, when we say, all the innumerable universes, everything included. Next above it is Mahesha Dham, abode of Mahesha. Mahesha means Lord Shiva. That means Kailash, Kailash Dham. And above Mahesh Dham is placed Haridham. Haridham means abode of Hari, which is called Vaikuntha. And above them all is located Krishna's own real no, named Goloka. I adore the primeval Lord Govinda, who has allotted their respective authorities to the rule to the rulers of those graded realms. So this is Brahma's prayer where he is. Praying to Lord Govinda, Govinda Mahadi Purusham Tamaham Bhajami. How he has arranged all these gradations of different planetary systems, the material world. Then there is, between the material and spiritual world, there is Maheshadham. There is the Shiva's abode, which is the Kailashadham, where Lord Sadashiva stays. And above him is Haridham, Vaikuntha. And above even Vaikuntha is Golokadham, Golokanamni Nijadhamni Talechatasya, Devi Mahesha Haridham Suteshu Teshu. In fact, in the uh, Laghu Bhagavatamrata, I think, which is a book written by uh, Srila Rupa Goswami, I think, or Sanatan Goswami, I'm, I may get it wrong, one of the two. So, in that, there is even more information about um, in Haridham, Vaikunthadham. Then there is Ayodhya Dham, then there is Dwarka Dham, then there is Mathura Dham, then there is Goloka Dham. 
But here in this verse, it is said that Gokula, when, so when the Goloka means in the spiritual world, the spiritual planet of Krishna, Gokula means the replica of Goloka manifested within this material world. So this Gokul is situated in Uttar Pradesh in India, uh, Mathurapuri. Mathurapuri is 84 kroshas. Uh, one krosha is 2 square miles in area and 84 kroshas is the area of Mathura district. Now that Mathura Puri is and especially the Vrindavan Mathura also, they are replicas of the spiritual world. That means they are as unlimited as the spiritual world. So it is explained that Krishna when he was tending the cows in Vrindavan, he was tending unlimited cows. There was no limit to the number of cows he was tending. Nanda Maharaj himself had 900,000 cows and each of the cowherd men had many many hundreds of thousand cows. Most was Nanda Maharaj which was 900,000 cows and Krishna was tending to the calves of those cows and they used to all the boys used to take the calves and they used to go into the forest and play there and while the cows are eating grass and everything and then some demon comes and they kill the demon and then the rest of the time they are playing and unlimited cows how can unlimited cows unlimited number of cows fit into that 84 crores it is not and they were only near the Govardhan hill and you know all the Vrindavan different all the Dvadashakanan the 12 forests of Vrindavan they were roaming in these forests and how can unlimited number of cows fit in that place um, so the answer is that Krishna when he came he has within that small piece of land he has inserted the entire Goloka Vrindavan Dham, the Goloka planet. To, to get an idea of how big is the Goloka planet, it is said that, you know, we know how, we kind of get an idea of how big the earth is. Now, we do not have any estimation of how big the universe is, but the Vedas say that it is 4 billion miles in diameter, this universe, and there are many other universes which are very, very much bigger than this. And this is supposed to be the smallest universe. And therefore, because it is 4 billion miles in diameter, the head of this universe is Lord Brahma who has 4 heads. So, there are universes with 10-headed Brahma, 20-headed Brahma, 100-headed, 1,000-headed, 10,000, 1 million, 10 million, 1 billion, 10 billion, trillion, quadrillion heads. And that many billion miles. So, how many heads? Multiplied by 1 billion miles is the diameter of that those universes and in this way we can't we can hardly imagine the expanse of the material world and in Vaikuntha Vaikuntha is not just one place there are millions of planets in Vaikuntha Loka and each Vaikuntha planet is bigger than the entire material world with all its millions and billions and trillions of universes combined together. It's smaller than each of those Vaikuntha planets in the spiritual world. And there are millions of such Vaikuntha planets. And Goloka Vrindavan Dham is bigger than all the Vaikuntha planets and the material world put together. So that big Golok Vrindavan Dham is, that is the Krishna's original planet. 
but in this gokula when it when we say gokula it is the earthly manifestation of the original goloka so goloka and gokula so gok in gokula he has an inserted the entire goloka dham in the on this earth in that limited space you may say how is it possible anything is possible for krishna another example is how he inserted time the gopis danced with krishna for one night but within that one night he inserted the entire brahma's one night they actually danced for one night of brahma which is 4.32 billion years so but it just uh, was fit into one night of earth how is that possible that is spiritual so in the spiritual world it is said um what is that uh, brahma samhita fifth chapter 56th verse it is said um uh what is that shriya kanta kanta parama purusha kalpataravo druma bhumis chinta mani gana mai toyam amritam kathaganam natyam gamanam api vamshe priya sakhi chidanandam jyoti parama pitada swadyam api cha ಸಯತ್ರಕ್ಷೀರಾಬ್ಧೀಸ್ರವತಿಸುರಭಿಭ್ಯಶ್ಚಾಖ್ಯ ವ್ರಜತಿ ನಹಿತ್ರಜೆ ಶ್ವೇತದ್ವೀಪಿಹ ಗೋಲೋಕಸ್ತೆ ಸಂತ ಕ್ಷಿತಿರಲಚಾರಾ ಕತಿಪೇ ಸೊ ನಿಮೇಶಾರ್ಧಾಖ್ಯೋ ವ್ರಜತಿ ನಿ ಯತ್ರಿ ಸಮಯ ದಟ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ನಿಮೇಶಾರ್ಧ ಒನ್ ಹಾಫ್ ಅ ಮೂಮೆಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಟೈಮ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಡಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಪಾಸ್ ಇನ್ ಗೋಲೋಕ ವೃಂದಾವನ್ ದಟ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ಇನ್ಫ್ಲೂಯೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಟೈಮ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುಯಲ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ದ ಟೈಮ್ ಇಸ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಟೈಮ್ ಫೋರ್ಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಎವ್ರಿಥಿಂಗ್ ಬಟ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುಯಲ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ಫೋರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಟೈಮ್ they can manipulate time as they want radha and krishna so as they want they can manipulate whenever they want day it will it will be day whenever they want night it will be night and if they want a night to be very long it will be very long if they if they want a day to be very long it will be very long and there's there's no there is no force of time nimeshardhakyo va vrajati nahi atrapi samaya so even half a moment also does not pass there is no past present and future Uh, i mean in, the, in other words there is only present there is no past and there is no future in uh, in the spiritual world it's difficult to comprehend but this is the description in the uh, brahma samhita so when krishna comes here he can manifest many things in fact uh, bhaktivinoda thakur also uh, he in mayapur he sees ishodhyan and he always he has written also navadvip dham mahatmya he has written many things about ishodhyan the the garden the lord's garden ishodhyan means isha udyan so the lord's garden so he says that an ordinary person would see just a hut and uh, a kamandalu and uh, that's it, a few articles of a sanyasi but a, a devotee who has actually achieved perfection of vision 
who is completely in love of Krishna, he can see a grand, very grand spiritual garden with palaces and with full opulence of the forest of Vrindavan, of the Golok Dham, he can see there. And that is the description of Bhaktivinoda Thakur. But ordinary people can't see it. So, similarly, when we go to Vrindavan, we actually don't see the real Vrindavan because we are contaminated with materialistic vision. Only when our vision is purified, then one can see the real Vrindavan. That's why, uh, what is that? Narutam Das Thakur also. Kabehama Bujhabo Sri Vrindavan. You know, he's asking when I can see, you know, when I can be, um, uh, what is that? Uh, when I can achieve the mercy of Rupa Goswami and when I can see the real Vrindavan with these two eyes. You know, he's asking like that. And even in the Tulusi song also, uh, what is that? When can I see? I think the third verse. forget <laughs> if i sing <laughs> then i remember so third verse so it is when please we are asking the tulasi dev please show me uh, the please give me the power to see the vrindavan so this is um, this is to be understood that we can't see premanjana churita bhakti vilochanena santas sadaiva hridayeshu vilokayanti the the pure the pure devotee imbued with love of krishna he can see he can see the Lord's name as non-different from the Lord. He can see the Lord everywhere. He can see the Lord's pastimes everywhere. You know, like uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur has sung, Chaudha Bhuvana Maje. This, this, this Harinam is all over the universe. Everywhere is the Harinam. But we, we can't see. We, we see uh, nobody is chanting, you know, nobody. But no. In fact, uh, at one point in Chaitanya Charitamrita, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asks Haridas Thakur. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very distressed. So, Haridas Thakur said, why are you distressed? No, I am thinking of all these Yavanas, these meat eaters and everybody. How, how can they be delivered? I am very... I am... Uh, he was crying. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was crying. How to deliver these people? Then Haridas Thakur said, don't worry. When they say, you know, uh, the name of God, even unintentionally, they will benefit. So, then he quoted from Narasimha Puran. It is said that previously in another Kalyuga, there were Muslims. So there, he said, one man, Muslim man was being attacked by a wild boar. So, as you know, pigs are haram for them. They are prohibited for them. They cannot touch pig. They cannot do anything with the pig. So, when the pig, the wild boar was attacking him, um, he was saying, haram, haram, haram. And, but he was killed by the wild boar. And because he said, haram, he went back to Godhead. Just by saying Ram in that way. So, he says, in this way, even if, even if, Haridas Thakur went on to explain that even one part of the name is here and one, another part is here. The sentence in the beginning there is, like we say, hey, hurry up, hurry up, hurry. We are, we are saying hurry. So, these things also, unintentional chanting without even knowing what they are chanting, they completely meaning something else, but it will have benefit. Sanketyam parihasyam va. Stobham helanam evava vaikunthanam grahanam maseshaga haram vidu. So, this is explained in the Bhagavatam. So, even if we unintentionally indicating something else or you know making fun or something, if we just chant Hare Krishna somehow and even like ha comes here and then re comes in somewhere else, it also benefits. Like sometimes you know in computer we have how much is your RAM? You know, although it is they pronounce in their own way RAM, but R A M is RAM. So, that is also. And if you see Malay, they say, 
hari hari in in here in malaysia and singapore the malays they say hari hari means every day hari means day mata hari means the eye of the day which is the sun ours is also the same concept the eye of the lord is the sun hari mata hari so hari means day mata means eye so eye of the day but hari is actually for us is the lord so mata hari is the eye of the lord so actually their their language is very very close to uh, sanskrit and hindi but they don't know um so anyway the point is even if in the 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 ra comes in one place and then in the end of the sentence or in the in the later in the day he, th- he says ma that ra and this ma is is acting that powerful the holy name so a pure devotee he is always seeing everybody is chanting the holy name except me i am the foremost unfortunate one who is not attracted to chanting so in this way you know uh, um, the way a pure devotee sees is completely different from how we see and he sees the lord's pastimes everywhere he sees the lord's everything paraphernalia entourage he can see the devotees everything that's why gaurarti song the chaitanya mahaprabhu's arti song that bhaktivinoda thakur has written it's his vision you know he it's what he's seeing it's not what he's imagining imagining or some you know concocting no it is actually what he's seeing so the pure devotee's vision is like that and once we are perfect then we can see all these rahasyas these secrets confidential aspects of krishna and his and his existence so anyway coming back so this is the gradation of planets you know goloka dhamne nijadhamne but now he saying in this verse that more than vaikuntha is the mathura on this earth on this earth the mathura that is there in the uttar pradesh state in india that is more opulent than vaikuntha in the spiritual world in fact um shri prabhupad said this radha damodar temple which is in vrindavan he was staying there for 10 years before he went to america and he said that radha damodar temple is the center of the hub of of the whole wheel of the universe that radha damodar temple center of the entire universe and entire spiritual world even so how he is seeing it you know we can't even understand <coughs> but that is his vision you see So Rupa Goswami is saying something similar. So the holy place known as Mathura is spiritually superior to Vaikuntha, the transcendental world, because the Lord appeared there. Superior to Mathura Puri is the transcendental forest of Vrindavan, because of Krishna's Raslila pastimes. And superior to the forest of Vrindavan is Govardhan Hill, for it was raised by the divine hand of Sri Krishna. In Vrindavan, Govardhan Hill is even more superior. and was the site of his various loving pastimes not only he lifted the govardhan hill he along with the cows and the calves and the, his friends and everybody they, and even with the sometimes with the gopis he used to have lot of pastimes at govardhan hill on the govardhan hill and uh, you know around the forests and that surround the govardhan hill everywhere he was having lot of pastimes lot of leelas there so therefore the govardhan hill is very more superior to even vrindavan and above all the super excellent sri radha kund stands supreme for it is over flooded with the ambrosial nectar and prema of the lord of gokula shri krishna where then is that intelligent person who is unwilling to serve this divine radha kund which is situated at the foot of govardhan hill so i think you understand by now how to map the sanskrit with the english vaikuntha janito vara vara means better so better than vaikuntha is madhupuri means mathura puri 
and tatrapi more than that is rasotsavat vrindavanam vrindaranyam more than that is the place of the rasotsava the, the raslila pastimes which is vrindavan and in vrindavan udarapani ramana the, the place where udarapani means the broad broad uh, shouldered uh, krishna uh, he had um, he had you know ramana ramana in various pastimes so tatrapi more than that is govardhana and radha kundam ihapi means even more the even more sacred than govardhan because gokulapate premramrata plavanath gokulapate means of, of of the lord of gokulam which is krishna premamrata plavanath prema amrita the nectar and ambrosial nectar of uh, love of godhead is overflowing there at radha kund kuryadasya virajato you know kuryad means who does does you know kuryad means does would do uh, you see would do would do but we will actually kuryad and viveki sevam vivekinaka is actually together kuryad and sevam vivekinaka is together asya virajato giritate which is at the foot of the giritate um uh, virajato means situated the go the radha kund is situated at the foothill of the govardhan that's why when we do govardhan parikrama uh, we we you know go to radha kund and shama kund there so kund means the lake shama kund means the lake of krishna radha kund means the lake of radha radharani so at this virajato giritate the lake which is situated at the foot of the govardhan hill kuryadasya sevam vivekinaka who is the intelligent viveki means intelligent person viveka means intelligence viveki means one who is intelligent so sevam viveki naka who where is that intelligent man who will not do seva um, of krishna at the banks of radha kund mm. so in this way he has constructed the shloka now purport the spiritual world is three fourths of the total creation of the supreme personality of godhead and it is the most exalted region you know this tripad vibhuti ekpad vibhuti ekamshena sthito jagat in bhagavad gita he says um 10 chapter 42nd verse he says um we'll check out the verse see अथवा बहुनाइतेनाइतेनाइतेनाइतेनाइतेनाइतेनाइतेनाइतेनाइतेनाइतेनाइतेनाइतेनाइतेनाइतेनाइतेनाइतेनाइतेनाइतेनाइतेना
of the supreme personality of godhead and it is the most exalted region the spiritual world is naturally superior to the material world however mathura and the adjoining areas although appearing in the material world are considered superior to the spiritual world because the supreme personality of godhead himself appeared at mathura of course the spiritual world also the lord is always appearing always there but why this is more superior because in the material world to for the lord to come when he has no need to come and he comes for the benefit of everyone to show his mercy that is more laudable than he staying in his own abode so he is coming here for our benefit and he is you know expanding his leelas in this material world hmm? the interior forests of vrindavan are considered superior to mathura because of the presence of the 12 forest forests dwadashavan such as talavan madhuvan bahulavan like this which are famous for the various pastimes of the lord thus the interior vrindavan forest is considered superior to mathura but superior to these forests is the divine govardhan hill because krishna lifted govardhan hill like an umbrella raising it with his lotus like beautiful hand to protect his associates the denizens of vraja from the torrential rains sent by the angry indra king of the demigods so you know this story right so the krishna's father they are all vaishyas they are all agriculturists and cow protection vaishya's duty is um, what is that krishi goraksha vanijyam vaishya karma swabhavajam bhagavad gita chapter 18 text 44 the occupation of vaishyas is krishi goraksha vanijyam three things krishi means um, agriculture and then goraksha cow protection and vanijyam means trade so this was the activities of vaishyas so nanda maharaj and his community all of them all the vrindavan vasis they are all vaishyas so agriculture annad bhavanti bhutani parjanyad anna sambhavah now in the third chapter 14th verse this is explained of bhagavad gita that for food for the for raising the crops you need rain and rain is uh, the under the control of indra the king of heaven so in this way nand maharaj and all the you know cowherd men of vrindavan they used to worship indra every year uh, so that you know he gives the uh, rain then krishna established no you don't worship indra anyway the, he has to give rain that is his duty you let us you let us worship govardhan because govardhan is giving us everything govardhan hill there is you know cows there are you know all kinds of herbs there are kind all kinds of fruits and vegetable vegetation everything is there in govardhan hill uh, so this is more more uh, worshipable um, so he in this way he convinced nanda maharaj nanda maharaj said no it is our you know tradition no there is no need of worshiping the demigods you know in this way he convinced as a small boy he was a 7 year old boy he convinced his father very sweetly he spoke and convinced his father and then he lifted the govardhan hill because when this happened when they were worshiping govardhan indra got very angry how is this you know one small boy you know he is convinced this village and now nobody is doing indra yagna the sacrifice for indra so uh, they are so proud of this small boy let me show my power then he called there are different types of clouds you know clouds also have names and especially indra has so many clouds under his command 
So he sent the Samvartaka cloud. Samvartaka cloud is that cloud which will come at the time of universal destruction. When the universe is going to be destroyed, at that time there will be the Samvartaka cloud, which is so dense, so dark, so heavy cloud and the rain from that is unimaginable. No, that kind of the whole planets of the universe of the whole universe they are all destroyed by the rain if the planets are dissolved in the water that kind of heavy rain not just ordinary rain so that cloud he sent and he sent that cloud on Gokul and it was raining heavily and everything was flooding then Krishna said no come under me come under come here then he lifted the whole Govardhan with his left hand little finger like this. And for seven days he was standing there. And all the Vrindavanvasis all came under the shelter of the Govardhan hill. And the rains were pouring for seven continuous days and nights without stop. But all the, so it was like a lockdown. You know, all of them were locked down under the Govardhan hill. But all were Krishna conscious. They were all, and in fact Krishna was not like, just recently, I think two days ago, today is what, 4th of May, I think 2nd or 1st of May, there was this uh, news, world record set, um, deadlift, you know what's a deadlift, you know, the, the heavy weight lifting, they lift until like this, not, not this, not this kind of lifting, only until here, because it's so heavy, you know how much the man actually carried, 501 kilograms, half a ton, he lifted lifted and he lifted for like one second and then threw it down I mean it's a great achievement for a human being half a ton he just lifted with his two bare hands but this Govardhan Giri you know what is it what is that half ton compared to this Govardhan hill and not like (coughs) put down not like this he was holding with his left hand little finger as a seven year old boy not only holding, you know, and you know, like like trying to balance it. No, he was actually looking at the gopis, you know, trying to uh, woo them. You know, he was having his conjugal uh, leelas with the gopis. You know, he was looking at the. In fact, it is said that he was looking at the breasts of Radharani and all the gopis. You know, and Baladev spotted him. Spotted him. Then when he when Krishna saw Baladev looking at him, then he was like, okay, <laughs> he was shy. So he, he was having fun. He was having fun under the Govardhan. And all the gopis, everybody was ever having fun because Krishna was there. No matter whether the calamity or what, who cares? And they were having fun inside the under the Govardhan hill. So this is why this is very important. And then later on, Indra got tired of his rain. Seven days fully rained and rained and rained until he got, you know, he 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 came down. He fell at the feet of Krishna. Then he understood. Yes, you are the supreme person. I thought just you were an ordinary boy. I forgot, you know. Then this way. Um, Indra was delivered, uh, not delivered, he was chastised in fact. So that's why this Govardhan hill is very dear. And Krishna said, you will we, we'll worship this and then when Indra said, Indra sent the rain, he, he just lifted the Govardhan hill. And in fact, after the whole thing finished, then he himself manifested as the Govardhan. Uh, and then everybody offered all kinds of offerings. We also do that celebration, Govardhan Puja, Annakut. Every, after Deepavali, this. Two days after the power, it will come. So, that is Govardhan 
puja. So Govardhan is very important, very sacred. Now Radha Kunda, torrential rains, you know. It is also at Govardhan Hill that Krishna tends the cows with his cowherd friends, and there also he had his rendezvous with his most beloved Sri Radha and engaged in loving pastimes with her. Radha Kunda at the foot of Govardhan is superior to all because it is there that love of Krishna overflows. Advanced devotees prefer to reside at Radha Kund because this place is the site of many memories of the eternal loving affairs between Krishna and Radharani, Rati Vilas. This is an important point. Advanced devotees prefer to reside at Radha Kund because this place is the site of many memories of the eternal loving affairs between Krishna and Radharani, Rati Vilas. So, it is the remembrance of the eternal pastimes of Krishna that is that makes the Radha Kund so uh, auspicious. Of course, it was dug personally by Radharani. And Prabhupada said, wherever one is Krishna conscious, there is Vrindavan. Hmm. There is Vrindavan. So, even though like Prabhupada went, he left Vrindavan and he went to the America. But he was never away from Vrindavan because he, in his consciousness, he is always in Vrindavan because he is always Krishna conscious. So, when we are Krishna conscious, we are always in Vrindavan. Uh, if we are not, even though we may, we may physically be in Vrindavan, we will not be in Vrindavan. That's why we cannot see. Although we pay all our respects, we should, we should pay our respects to all the temples we have to visit and all the pastime places we have to visit. But still, we cannot see the original opulence of Vrindavan with our naked eyes. Which is one of the reasons why Srila Prabhupada asked his disciples to go to Vrindavan, stay there for three days maximum, one week and come out. He didn't want, to, he didn't want them to stay there because he may, they may commit dham aparad, means offence at the holy place. Because, because they are not at that level of residing at the holy place continuously. Because to come to that place is not just, okay, I will buy a land there and I will stay there and I will until death, no. It's not like that. We have to become qualified to actually see, just like the Acharya, the Narutam Das Thakur is praying. Uh, please, Rupa Goswami, please give me the Shirupa Mancharipada in that song. He, he is praying to the Rupa Goswami, please give me the power to see the uh, holy place of Vrindavan. Of course, he, they can see, but they are teaching us that it is not just you see with your material eyes. Ata Sri Krishna Namadi Nabhavet Grahamindri. We have to have Premanjana Churita Bhakti Vilochanena. That has to be there. The Eyes with tinged with love of Godhead. In Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhulila, it is stated that when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu first visited the area of Rajabhumi, he could not at first find the location of Radha Kund. He could not find the location of Radha Kund. This means that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was actually searching for the exact location of Radha Kund. Finally, he found the holy spot and there was a small pond there. He took his bath in the small pond and told his devotees that the actual Radha Kunda was situated there. Later, the pond was excavated by Lord Chaitanya's devotees, headed by the six Goswamis such as Rupa and Raghunath Das. Presently, there is a large lake known as Radha Kund there. Sri Rupa Goswami has given much stress to Radha Kund because of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's desire to find it. Who then would give up Radha Kund and try to reside elsewhere? No person with transcendental intelligence would do so. The importance of Radha Kund, however, cannot be realized by other Vaishnava Sampradayas. You see, saying something else now. The importance of Radha Kunda, however, cannot be realized by other Vaishnava Sampradayas also. Nor can persons uninterested in the devotional service of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu understand the spiritual importance and divine nature of Radha Kunda. 
Thus, Radhakund is mainly worshipped by the Gaudiya Vaishnavas, the followers of Lord Sri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So now, so how come this lake is so important? Why, why is it so important? How did it all start? How, where, where from it came? How it started all? You know, what, what is the story behind this Radha Kunda? So this is explained actually very nicely by Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur. He quoted from some Puranas. So, in the Bhagavatam, Kanto 10, Chapter 36, this is all explained. And Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur actually writes in the commentary of the, six, of the 16th verse of the 36th chapter of 10th Kanto, the whole story of Radha Kund. So, it's, it has a very unusual beginning, the Radha Kund. Radha Kund started with Arishtasura story. Very, very... <laughs> different start as we would compare to what we would expect. So, it actually started with Arishtasura. Arishtasura was this demon in the shape of a huge bull, you know, huge bull who came to, who was sent by Kamsa uh, because Kamsa was the sister of Devaki and Devaki was the mother of Krishna. So, the eighth son of Devaki would kill Kamsa. That was the prophecy already uh, proclaimed by the Oracle at the time of uh, Krishna, I mean uh, Vasudev's and Devaki's marriage. So he heard this voice from the sky that you know the oracle that says that oh the eighth son of Devaki will be your death. At that time he wanted to kill his sister. What eighth son? My sister will not survive. First of all, so he wanted to kill. But Vasudev, Vasudev, you know he he pleaded with him and spoke to him nicely and said you know we will we will you you imprison us. And we will personally bring you one by one all the children. And you can do, you can kill them or you can do whatever you like. But uh, please don't kill her. She is your sister. So in this way, alright, okay. He was he was pacified a little bit. He imprisoned them. And in this way, they have one son, at, one son after another, six sons. All, he, you know, he comes out, took and killed them right after birth. Because, you know, uh, Narad Muni has told him, this eight can be anyone. You know, it can be the first one also, it can be the second one, it can be anything, you know. Mm. So, he tricked him in explanation and in that way, anyone can be the, the, the death. So, Vishnu is very, you know, Vishnu is all, will always uh, favour the demigods and better you, you, you kill. So, why did he say that? Because he wanted Krishna to immediately come. Because if there are more sinful activities done by Kamsa, then Krishna would come faster. So, that was the <laughs> agenda. So, he started killing and six sons went and then seventh son, they, it was seemingly a miscarriage. But actually it was not a miscarriage. Um, Baladev was transferred to the womb of Rohini and in this way uh, he took birth elsewhere and then finally the eighth son was uh, Krishna. But then when Krishna was born, Krishna, out of his mystic power, of course, he first showed himself as four-handed and then he showed himself as two-handed again. So, it was a very uncommon birth and it, there was no sexual union between Vasudeva and Devaki when Krishna was born in the conception of Krishna. Krishna incarnated in the mind of Vasudeva and then transferred himself into the mind of Devaki and then transferred into the womb of Devaki. So, in this way, he, he appeared there. And then, uh, when he appeared also, he appeared in the big four-handed form. And then, they, they prayed to him, Vasudeva, please, please don't show your form. Otherwise, this Kamsa will come to kill you. 
<laughs> who can kill you know but the, in their parental affection they say, no no please please be an ordinary child you know please be like an ordinary child don't show yourself you know so yeah, all right he just became an ordinary child uh, then he um, he you know Nand, uh, no, what is that vasudev he was asked by krishna before he became a small child, he said you take me to gokul and leave me there and then you come back but how is all locked i am locked up how to go no i will open then the gate just opened and all the guards were just sleeping and they could not even wake up when they by krishna's mystic power he just made them all asleep and vasudev was carrying devaki on the uh, so krishna vasudev was carrying krishna in the, on the in the basket and in this way he was going he went he went he had to cross river uh, cross the yamuna river and then the whole and the whole river you know parted way and then he could go without even boat nothing he, the water just parted ways and then he went all the way uh, actually uh, this is what ganga or yamuna yamuna yeah yamuna so anyway so he went cross the thing and then went to vrindavan there and then he left him at the house of nand maharaj in the night and at the same night yashoda also had a child and she had a girl child and the baby was swapped so krishna was put there and the girl child was taken and taken back to the jail and again the lock all was locked and the guards became awake and then nobody knew actually all this thing happened so yashoda on the other side she could not remember whether she had a boy or a girl she was too tired with from her, from the labor of pregnancy you know from the labor of childbirth and then she saw it was a boy next day morning and then she thought it was her boy that's it that's how the krishna's childhood pastimes were enacted in uh, gokul and that's why it is said that in yashoda and nand maharaj are more fortunate than devaki and vasudev because they saw all the childhood pastimes where devaki and whereas devaki and vasudev they did not um, see all the childhood pastimes of krishna so anyway so kamsa was always sending demons he came to know that you know krishna has escaped because the girl went back there that girl had to be the uh, durga so when he wanted to kill that girl then the girl slipped from his his hand and then she showed her true, true form as maya durga devi and then she told him oh the eighth son is already somewhere else uh, i am this is a illusion i am not the eighth son eighth son is already somewhere else then in this way then he understood oh the eighth son is already born somewhere then he sent demons all around to search any newborn child just kill him whether it is krishna or not doesn't matter uh, what if you know which one is krishna we don't know which one is my death kill all the children in the land so that have been born in the last you know few this months this this days this month like this so all the demons were sent so after first putana was sent and then there was a shakatasura then you know atrinavarta so many demons came then uh, one of the last demons after arishtasura was keshi demon also came horse demon after that he went to mathura so this is the second last demon that he killed so many demons came like that in the shape of donkey in the shape of you know, bull in the shape of horse in the shape of you know so many in the shape of a boy cowherd boy pralambasura in this way so many demons came so his arishtasura came in the form of a huge bull huge like a mountain he was 
so this is the description and the radha kund and sham kund actually the description is will come now we will see so chapter 36 10th canto of shrimad bhagavatam the slaying of arishta the bull demon so this chapter describes how krishna killed arishtasura and how kamsa reacted when he learned from narada that krishna and balram were the sons of vasudev so the demon arishta wanted to kill krishna so we will actually read the entire description here so first sukadev goswami said the demon arishta then came to the cowherd village appearing the form appearing in the form of a bull with a large hump he made the earth tremble as he tore it apart with his hooves and it is in the in the purport it is said that you know, there is a quotation from vishnu puran according to the sri vishnu puran arishtasura entered krishna's village at twilight at dusk at sunset at that time as the lord prepared to dance with the gopis so he wanted to have a rasa leela actually rasa leela already finished this is 36th chapter of 10th canto 33rd the uh, rasa leela is the 29th chapter to 34th chapter these are all already done rasa leela was done but krishna wanted to have again rasa leela so um so he wanted to dance but you know it was going to be nightfall so when the night comes then he wanted to you know do the ras leela but then at the twilight this demon came this is explained in the vishnu purana prodoshardhe kadachittu rasasakte janardane rasasakte janardane rasa asakte means he he had this desire to do the ras ras leela janardane krishna trasayan samado goshtham arishtah sampagatah once midway through the period of dusk when lord janardhan was eager to perform the rasa dance arishtasura madly entered the cowherd village terrifying everyone so next was so what he did arishtasura bellowed 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 very harshly and pawed the ground with his tail raised and his eyes glaring he began to tear up the embankment embankment embankments with the tips of his horns every now and then passing a little stool and urine so in this way he was making a lot of noise <laughs> like a bull you know like you no know, like, like a raging bull you know you see those bull fights is uh, that bull fights uh, the, those bulls are nothing compared to what arishtasura was you can mil- you can imagine a million times more than that now this is what happened my dear king clouds hovered about sharp horned arishtasura's hump mistaking it mistaking it for a mountain the clouds you know they came around just like you know when there is a mountain there is a there are clouds near the peak of the mountain so the clouds came at the hump you know the the bull has hump you know. so in near the hump the clouds came thinking it would be a mountain that big it was you know and when the cowherd men and ladies caught sight of the demon they were struck with terror indeed the strident reverberation strident means the like you know very unfavorable sound like you know when the, those horror movies have those sounds you know all this you know this wolves howling and you know all this those are all strident sounds you know those unfavorable sounds very scary sounds so the reverberation of his roar was very you know 
sending chills down the spine of everybody. So, indeed, the strident reverberation of his roar so frightened the pregnant cows and women that they lost their fetuses and miscarriages. Actually, there is a nice explanation here. You know, if you see the purport, the Vedic literature categorizes miscarriages as follows. So, we know that in the Srimad Bhagavatam 3rd Canto 31st chapter, the life of the fetus, the child in the womb of the mother, what, what happens? What is the progression of the baby in the womb? It is explained there. But here we have even more information about the types of miscarriages. See how much our Vedic literature is fully advanced. I mean, it's com- coming from Krishna, more than all the scientists. So, it is said, A chaturthad bhavet sravaha pataha panchama sashtayo ata urdhvam prasutihi syat. Jai Sri Up to the fourth month, A chaturthad bhavet sravaha. Up to the fourth month, a premature delivery is called Srava. In the fifth and sixth months, it is called Pata. And after, the, after this, it is considered a birth, Prasuti. So, Pata, Panchama, Shashthayo, Ata Urdhvam, Prasuti, Syat. Now, it is good. There is classification, right? So, if we... So, this is the importance of learning shlokas. Now, I I mean by Prabhupada's mercy. So, I know a few other shlokas which have some of these words. So, from that we can try to understand why these different names are there. For a reason, right? It won't have different names simply because fashion. Just call it a fashion, you know. Fourth month, just call it this one. Fifth and sixth month, just call it this one. No, it's not a fashion. There's a meaning why they have the kind of names. So, of course, I'm not a medical expert or anything like that. But... Just by looking at the Sanskrit words, we can understand the type of miscarriage it is. So, Sravaha. So, up to the fourth month, a premature delivery is called Srava. Or a miscarriage in that time is called Srava. In the fifth and sixth month, it is called Pata. So, Srava. Where else this word Srava is there? So, one um, variation of this word is in the Bhagavad Gita, chapter 1, text 29. Sramsate Hastad. You know, Vepathuscha Sarire Me. Romaharshascha jayate gandivam sramsate hasta tvakchayva paridadhyate. See, I think that I took out this verse. Yeah, here. You see this, sramsate. This is coming from the same root word, srava. So, sramsate. Gandivam sramsate hasta. So, when Arjuna saw all the relatives on the other side, you know, he, his, his, you know, he was having tears in the eyes, he was sweating and he was, you know, his Romaharsha, his hairs were standing on end, you know, his, his skin was feeling as if it was burning, all these symptoms, you know. And then, his Gandiva was slipping from his hand, you see, my whole body is trembling, my hair is standing on end, my bow Gandiva is slipping from my hand and my skin is burning. So, sramsate means slipping. The, the, the bow was slipping from his hand. So, sramsate is slipping. So, this is one. Then, there is, I think, yeah, this is another. So, this is another verse which I know. So, this is, Yovaivan manasi samyak asamyachan dhyayati um, tasya vratam tapo dhanam sravatyama ghatambuvat. Sravati, you see Sravati is here. So now, 
the meaning the transcendentalist who does not completely control his words and mind by superior intelligence uh, will find that his spiritual vows austerities and charity flow away just as water flows out of an unbaked clay pot so if one is you know doing all the spiritual tapasya and you know uh, spiritual vows and charity and all these things but his mind is not under control uh, and his words are not under control uh, then eventually all the results of his piety will flow out like the water from an unbaked clay pot when a clay pot is fully baked you know when the potter wheel he does the full you know the clay pot and then it is baked under the sun and then when it is completely dry then it can hold water but if it is not baked it is half baked then it will flow out the water will flow out of the pot so that flowing out running out is ravati so we have two meanings running out or leaking here it is leaking and there it is slipping another word uh, another place which we have actually just already chanted the 556 sravati this is in the brahma samhita 56th verse of the 5th chapter sravati sayatra kshirabdhi sravati surabhibhyascha sumahan nimeshardhakyo va vrajati nahi yatrapi samaya this is the this is the line which i just quoted the other uh, while ago even half a moment does not pass in the spiritual world so in the line before that sravati it is there what is sravati flows sravati means flows the milk flows the ocean of milk kshirabdhi sravati surabhibhyascha sumahan the milk flows from the cows like ocean you know so sravati means flows slip or leak so that means that kind of miscarriage happens in that kind of way i don't know how exactly i don't really understand but it kind is kind of a leakage leakage you know kind of you know a kind of uh, miscarriage and patha means fall patha means fall so the, in the fifth and sixth months it is considered a fall so that miscarriage is a, is a fall like falling from so so depending on the this thing and then finally it is called prasuti see so in the fifth and sixth months it is called patha fourth month is srava and ata urdham more than the sixth month it is called prasuti which is called birth now this word prasuti is also found in mukundamala stotra he loka shrunata prasuti marana vyadhesh chikitsami maam so we will see that so in the why i am showing you this because when you know words when you know the actual meaning of the sanskrit words then you can connect in this way then you can have a better understanding you know in the english translation you just saw it just miscarriages right just the pregnant cows and women they lost their fetuses and miscarriages because of the fear you see the the detail is lost so when one knows the sanskrit you know one can appreciate the understanding in a better way although it conveys the meaning already miscarriages it, it's fine but you know we just can have a more in depth understanding it is always good to you know have different angles of this uh, understanding so you see that verse here this is the 15th verse of the mukundamala stotra 
हेलोकाश्रुणुत प्रसूतिमरण व्याधेश्चिकित्सा मोगज्ञा सुदाहरती मुनयो यां याज्ञवल्क्याद अंतर्ज्योतिरमेयमेकमृत कृष्णाख्यमीयता परमौषधम वितनुते निर्वाणमात्यक प्रसूति मरण बर्थ डेथ व्याधि मीन्स डिजीज चिकित्सा मेमांग दैट ओ पीपल प्लीज हियर ऑफ दिस ट्रीटमेंट फॉर द डिजीज ऑफ बर्थ एंड डेथ एंड ओल्ड एज एक्चुअली दैट इज नॉट मैं प्रसूति मरण व्याधे व्याधे चिकित्सा मेवाम चिकित्सा मीन्स क्योर दिस इज द ट्रीटमेंट मेडिकल ट्रीटमेंट फॉर द डिजीज ऑफ बर्थ एंड डेथ इट इज द नेम ऑफ कृष्णा recommended by by yagnyavalkya and other expert yogis steeped in wisdom this boundless eternal inner light is the best medicine for when drunk it bestows complete and final liberation just drink it so this prasuti so you see how you can connect so it's important we will know like this so they had miscarriage so now One second, just let it come on. So this this whole description is very nice. So the they had miscarriages. The domestic animals fled the pasture in fear. So in the miscarriages, some of some were in the shrava, some were in the पात इफ यू सी एक्चुअल संस्कृत पतंती अकाल तो गर्भा अकाल मीन्स अनटाइमली पतंती मीन्स फॉल एंड श्रवंती श्रवंती मीन्स द फोर्थ मंथ ऑफ प्रेग्नेसी वेन इट केम सो श्रवंती मीन्स प्लूरल श्रवती मीन्स सिंग्युलर श्रवंती मीन्स प्लूरल so many cows and you know uh, women you know nishthurena gavam means cows and narana means human beings so in the women and cows there was patanti and sravanti garbha garbha means womb so in this way we can connect all these things together so going back the domestic animals fled the pasture in fear o king and the all the inhabitants rushed to lord govinda for shelter crying krishna krishna when the supreme lord saw i mean when the supreme lord saw the cowherd community distraught and fleeing in fear he calmed them saying don't be afraid then he called out to the bull demon as follows you fool what do you think you're doing you wicked rascal frightening the cowherd community and their animals when i'm when i'm here to just to punish corrupt miscreants like you what are you doing trying to scare them out you fight with me na huh? if you have any guts you know <laughs> he was challenging the bull having spoken these words the infallible lord hari slapped his arms with his palms further angering arishta with a loud sound the lord then casually threw his mighty serpentine arm over the shoulder of a friend you know he just come come then he put his hand over his friend just like you know very casually just he's not even bothered come do whatever you want let's see who wins 
so in that way you know and stood facing the demon thus provoked harish pawed the ground with one of his hooves you know he's stamping the ground you know and digging some of the earth and then with the clouds hovering around his upraised tail furiously charged krishna you know his head down like this he was charging at krishna you know like a bull does so pointing the tips of his horns straight ahead and glaring menacingly at lord krishna from the corners of his bloodshot eyes his eyes were bloodshot red arishta rushed toward him at full speed like a thunderbolt hurled by indra the supreme lord krishna seized arishtasura by the horns and threw him back 18 steps just as an elephant might do when fighting a rival elephant he pushed him back 18 steps back he went the number also is given 18 steps not less like around figure 20 steps or you know 8 15 or you know 25 18 steps see the detail thus repulsed by the supreme lord the demon the bull demon got up and breathing hard and sweating all over his body again charged him in a mindless rage as arishta attacked lord krishna seized him by the horns and knocked him to the ground with his foot the lord then thrashed him as if he were a wet cloth <laughs> finally and finally he yanked out one of the demon's horns and struck him with it until he lay prostrate this is very important ृहृंगयोपदाकृत्वाषाणेशलीस yathardram ambaram nishpidayamasa means he beat him yatha like ardram wet ambaram garment you know you know it's a dhobi ghat dhobi ghat in in singapore we have a mrt station called dhobi ghat actually it is coming from the word dhobi ghat dhobi ghat means place where dhobi dhobi means a washerman he you know washes the clothes so it was that before when singapore was a village at the time so that name remained but the place is completely different now it's just a, like a center of the whole metropolitan city but anyway so dhobi ghat is where they wash the clothes and if you see in india the washerman uh, on the river side on the village you know even in villages you see even cities in some you know cities you will see the women you know they will they will you know the wet cloth they will beat on the on the stone like this you know so like that he beat you see and you know the lord then thrashed him as if he were a wet cloth you know finally he yanked that means he pulled out forcibly the the thorn i mean the sorry the horn from the bull and then beat the demon with the horn until he vomited blood and died so it is important to know that also arishta the sanskrit word arishta means what arishta means calamity disaster misfortune hmm? these are the words arishta means actually i think they also taken out that here in the 105731 you see ghatet arishta darshanam arishta darshanam so here you see arishta 
means of calamities. Actually, Arista has many meanings. One of the meanings is calamities. There is also unhurt. He was not hurt, unhurt, unharmed. So that also means Arista. So uh, there are many other meanings also. There is one fruit also, Arista fruit. So this actually here it means calamity. And in I think there is another verse 1139 which also has this word. Arista gno. Arista. Inauspicious obstacles. You see, inauspiciousness. Obstacles. Misfortune. Calamity. Disaster. So, our Arishtasura, he was Mr. Calamity, Mr. Disaster. But what happened to Mr. Disaster? He was destroyed. So, Krishna is the disaster of disaster. He is the misfortune of misfortune. Like we sing, you know, for the Narasimha, there is this Ugram Viram Mahavishnum Jvalantam Sarvato Mukham. Narsimham Bhishanam Bhadram Mrityor Mrityor Namamiham He is the death of death. That means he is the giver of immortality. That means he finish, he kills death. That means there is no more death. That means he becomes immortal. The, the, he makes the devotee, he brings him to Vaikuntha, immortal. So, Arishta means danger, calamity. Uh, uh, what, uh, what is that? Disaster. And Arishta Asura, the, the personification of disaster came and Krishna was the disaster of the disaster. So, in other words, and Krishna, how he destroyed the disaster? You see, he thrashed him, thrashed, you know, like a wet cloth, thrashed him repeatedly and then took out the bull and thrashed him until he was dead. That is how Krishna will destroy our disasters in our life if we take shelter of Krishna like the devotees in Vrindavan. In that way, he will disaster completely break, you know, the Kunti Devi prayed nicely. You know, in the Kunti Devi's prayers, she said, how you have saved us from all calamities. Yatha, this is Kanto um, 1, chapter 8, text 23. Yatha Rishi Kesha Khalena Devaki Kamse Narudhati Chiram Shucharpita Maya Vimochitaham Chasahatma Javibho Tvayaivanathena Muhur Vipadganath Vipadganath means great disasters, great calamities. You know. So, what is it? O Rishikesha, Master of the Senses and Lord of Lords, you have released your mother, Devaki, who was long imprisoned and distressed by the envious King Kamsa and me and my children from a series of constant dangers. Hmm. So then next, what is the dangers? He actually, she actually listed all the dangers that 1824. So, my dear Krishna, your lordship has protected us from a poisoned cake, from a great fire, from cannibals, from the vicious assembly of the Kauravas, where Draupadi was disrobed and cheated in the gambling match, and from sufferings during our exile in the forest and from the battle where the great generals fought, the, the battle of Kurukshetra. And now you have saved us from the weapon of Ashwatthama. The, the, in the womb of the uh, Uttara, there was the grandson of Arjuna, Parikshit Maharaj, 
that Brahmastra was thrown by Ashwatthama to um, kill this boy, Parikshit, in the womb of the mother. But he went into the womb of the Uttara and then saved Parikshit from that Brahmastra. Okay, if you, you should know all these stories. If you do not know, maybe you can read Krishna's book. We can't go into great detail in each of these stories. But in so many dangers, Krishna, you have saved us. You have protected us. You have. So, in other words, Krishna has saved them from the dangers in such a way that the, he beat the dangers, he beat the disaster like, you know, you know, <laughs> he was a disaster of a disaster. The disaster was destroyed. Hmm. Just like, um, there is this verse in Bhagavatam, Yad bhibheti svayam bhayam. You see, Apanna samsritim ghoram yannama vivashogrinan tata sadyo vimucheta yadbibheti svayam bhayam. Living beings who are entangled in the complicated meshes of birth and death can be freed immediately by even unconsciously chanting the holy name of Krishna, which is feared by fear personified. So, he is the fear of fear, he is the death of death, he is the disaster of disaster, he is the misfortune of misfortune. Like Hiranyakashipu, he wanted to be the disaster of Prahlad. He wanted to be the misfortune for Prahlad. He, he became, Narasimhadev became the misfortune of, the so-called misfortune of Prahlad. Prahlad was never in misfortune. He was the most fortunate. So, he is the misfortune of the misfortune. He is the, dis, the death of death. He is the disaster of disaster. He is the misery of misery. So, that means, in other words, he awards his devotees complete fearlessness. He just not just saves the devotee, oh danger is there, okay let me just save you from that. No, he beats the disaster to death, provided we take shelter of Krishna like the Vrindavan Vasis. You see how much meaning is there? No. So, going back. Vomiting blood and profusely excreting stool and urine kicking his legs and rolling his eyes about, Arishtasura thus went painfully to the abode of death. <laughs> he went, he wanted to cause painful death for inhabitants of Vrindavan, but he painfully went to the abode of death. Sadhushu prahitam tejaha prahartuhu kuru shivam. This is explained in the, hmm, let's see, in the, yeah, 9469 in the Lord Himself, Lord Narayana Himself explained this to Durvasamuni. Um, when Durvasamuni wanted to show his power in front of Ambarish Maharaj, then he said this to Durvasamuni Sadhushu Prahitam Tejaha Prahartu Kurute Shivam. You see here. These last two lines. See, Sadhushu Prahitam Teja Prahartu Kurutesham. What is the meaning? So, the translation is Oh, Krishna. Okay, here it is. Oh, Brahmana, let me now advise you for your own protection. Please hear from me because the Sudarshan Chakra was scorching him. So, by offending Maharaj Ambarish, you have acted with self-envy. Therefore, you should go to him immediately without a moment's delay. One's so-called prowess 
when employed against the devotee certainly harms him who employs it thus it is a subject not the object who is harmed so when somebody wants to use their power against devotees that person who is trying to use the power will be harmed not the devotee see same thing happened in bhaktivinod thakur's case that uh, what is that guy's name bishakisen bishakisen he was trying to do his all yogic powers and trying to put bhaktivinod thakur into a diseased condition but then he was finished and bhaktivinod thakur was saved so in this way uh, he became he in fact he committed suicide after that so so in that way he was destroyed so anybody who tries to use their power against the devotees he it will it will hit him only the devotee just like prahlad maharaj also uh, all the power that was used against him he was unharmed and all the demons were harmed so going back he painfully went to the abode of death the demigods honored lord krishna by scattering flowers upon him so in this way in a very heroic way he killed arishtasura having thus killed the bull demon arishta who is a festival he who is a festival for the gopi's eyes entered the cowherd village of balram this is a very contradictory features of krishna so is explained in the purport also evam kukudminam hatva stuyamanah dvijatibhi vivesha goshtham sabalo gopinam nayanotsavah four lines four different things evam kukudminam hatva he first of all he killed that uh, large humped demon arishtasura stuyamanah dvijatibhi he was being glorified by the dvijatibhi by the brahmanas with nice prayers because of his wonderful killing and vivesha goshtham sabalo then he entered the village back uh, with uh, along with sabalo means along with balram you know like his cowherd boy friend so balram is in the friendship with krishna that relationship and gopinam nayanotsava he is the festival for the eyes of the gopis the gopis enjoyed just looking at him just enjoyed looking at him nayanotsava gopinam nayanotsava so killing of the demon being glorified in very choice poetry by brahmanas friendly relation with balram and conjugal relationship with gopis everything in one verse at the same time krishna so he is doing everything at the same time he is you know this way so vajradapi kathora kusumad api kamala stronger and harder than a thunderbolt you know arishtasura is so strong and krishna just so you know beat him up like anything that's kind of strength and then with uh, you know all the brahmanas were glorifying him as a great you know and then he was just like an ordinary friend with balram and he was just uh, like a very charming boy for the gopis at the same time so this happened so after arishtasura had been killed by krishna who acts wonderfully narad muni went to speak to king kamsa that powerful sage of godly vision addressed the king as follows okay now here in this purport vishwana chakravarti thakur quoted 20 verses describing the story of radha kund this is where actually it starts now he killed that arishtasur right now what happened from the puranas shrila vishwanath chakravarti thakur has quoted 20 verses describing a joking conversation between radha and krishna 
that took place after Krishna had killed the demon Arishta. There was a joking conversation that happened between Radha and Krishna after Arishtasura was killed. What is that conversation? Now we will read. This conversation, so kindly quoted by the Acharya, describes the origin of Radha Kund and Shamakund, Radha's and Krishna's bathing ponds. The verses are as follows. Masman sprishadya vrishabhardana hanta mugdha ghoro suroyamaya krishna tadapyayam tadapyayam gauho vrito yathadvija ihasya yiniskriti hikim shudhyed bhavams tribhuvana sthitatirtha krichrat. The innocent young gopis said, because Krishna went to them, okay, let's have Rasa dance, Rasa Lila now, finished, Arishtasura is finished. Let's have Raslila. Then uh, they said, Ah, Krishna, don't touch us now. O killer of a bull. Alas, even though Arishta was a terrible demon, still he was a male cow. So you will have to undergo atonement. You have done a big sin now. You have killed a cow. This is not ordinary. You have to atone for your sin first. Ah. First of all, they were all in fear. Uh, running here and there, please, please, Krishna, save us. And Krishna saved, uh, saved them. In a, in a most heroic manner, which even the demigods were throwing flowers, gopis, you see how they were joking with him. Ah, you, whatever it is, demon, whatever, now you, what you did, you see, you killed a cow, you killed a bull. Ah, this is, this is, this is a big sin, you see. Um, so, you will have to undergo atonement just as Lord Indra did after killing Vritasura. Vritasura was actually son of a Brahmana. He was actually Chitraketu, devotee, but he was cursed by Parvati, then he became a demon. Uh, he became uh, Vritasura. So, actually he was born of a Brahmana, uh, Tvashta. Tvashta was the priest of the demigods. So, anyway, that's another story. We, we can't go into that because it will become very long. The, this story is mentioned in the sixth canto. You can go and read how that uh, three-headed priest, what is his name? Um, anyway, I forgot the names. So, this Vritasura was, you know, a son of a Brahmana. Although he was a demon, he was actually a great devotee also of the Lord. And when he killed, uh, Indra killed him, he had to kill him. And by the um, mercy of the Lord, he killed him. But after killing him, because he killed the son of a Brahmana, you know, the personified sin followed him in the form of an old uh, Chandala woman. And she was following him wherever he was going. Anyway, that's another story. So, so he had to atone for his sin of killing the son of a Brahmana. No, so the Brahmana, you, he killed you, he atoned. So, you also, you killed a cow, you have to atone for your sin. What are you going to do? But how can you purify yourself without going to the trouble, without taking the trouble of visiting every single holy place in the three worlds? You have to go to all the holy places of pilgrimage and, you know, you have to, you know, take bath in all the holy rivers everywhere. Then only you can be saved from this uh, sin of killing a bull. Now, what are you going to do? Until then, you don't touch us. You are impure now. You cannot touch us. <laughs> they were saying like this. Then, then, Kimpariyatami bhuvananya dhunaiva sarva ani yatirtha vitati karavani tasu snanam viloka yatatava didam mukunda prochaiva tatra kritavan bataparshnighatam. Krishna replied, Why should I have to wander throughout the entire universe? I will at once bring all the countless pilgrimage places here and take my bath in them. Just watch. With this, Lord Mukunda struck his heel on the ground. This is what happened. Why should I go to all the places? 
I will call all the places to come here. Then he struck the hill, uh, the ground with his heel. Pātālato jalamidam kilabhoga vatyā āyātamatra nikhilā apitirtha sangha āgacchateti bhagavad vachasāta etya tatraivare juratha krishna uvāca gopī. Then he said, this is the water of the Bhogavati river coming from the Pātāla region. Actually, Bhogavati river is Ganga river only. It is called Mandak, Mandakini in the heavenly planets, Ganga on the earthly planet and the hellish planets is known as Bhogavati or what is that? Ah, Bhogavati river. So, in this way it is flowing from topmost uh, part of the universe to bottommost. It is flowing through all the planets. Mm-hmm. So, he brought water from the Bhogavati river and now, oh holy places, all of you please come here. He called all the holy places. So, actually, all these rivers and all the holy places, they are actually, they actually exist as persons also. Mm. They are personified, like Yamuna is a person, uh, Ganga is a person also. Like Bhishmadev, he, he, he was actually son of Ganga and uh, Shantanu. So, Ganga is, a, is a, there is a presiding deity of each river, each, you know, pil- place of pilgrimage, there is a presiding deity, there is a person, personified holy place. So, he called all of them. Oh, now... And now, oh holy places, all of you please come here. When the Supreme Lord had spoken these words, all the holy places went there and appeared before him. Krishna then addressed the gopis as follows. See all the holy places, he said. Then, but the gopis replied, we don't see them as you describe. Because they couldn't see the personified holy place and all that. They, they said, we don't see anything. You are talking only. Nothing is visible. What are you talking? Then the best of holy places joining their palms in supplication spoke up. I am the salt ocean. I am the ocean of milk. I am the Amaradirghika. You know? All the personified holy places, they came up one by one. I am, I am the salt ocean. Here I am. I am the ocean of milk. I am the Amaradirghika. In this way, all of them came. Now, continuation. Shono pisindhura hamasmi bhavami tamra parni chapushkara maham cha saraswati cha godavari ravasuta sarayuh prayago revasmi pasyata jalam kuruta pratitim. I am river Shona. I am Sindhu, I am Tamraparni, I am the holy place Pushkara, I am the river Saraswati and we are the Godavari, Yamuna and Reva rivers and the confluence of the rivers at, of, at Prayag, just see our, our waters. So, in one way, in this way, in the personified they came and they became the water and then mixed in the, in the hole, in the, in the pond that Krishna has created. Snatva tato harirati prajagalbha eva shuddha saropya karavam Sthita Sarvatirtham Yushma Bhiratma Janushi Hakritona Dharma Kopikshita Vathasakir Nijagadaradha. After purifying himself by bathing, Lord Hari became quite arrogant and said, I have produced a pond containing all the various holy places, whereas you gopis must never have executed any religious duties on this earth for the pleasure of Lord Brahma. Then Srimati Radharani addressed her girlfriends as follows. So he said, I have produced a pond containing all the various holy places. What you gopis did? You know? You have not done any religious duties. What you have done? 
nothing to show you have nothing to show i have to see you 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 told something and i did in my own way i have brought all the holy places so he became very arrogant then shrimati radharani addressed her girlfriends as follows karyam maya apyati manohara kundam ekam tasmat yatadvamiti tadvachanena tabhi ಗೋಪೀಸ್ when krishna told like this then she turned to the radharani turned to the gopis and said i have, i must create an even more beautiful pond than krishna's come let's work let's start work and in this way they saw that arishtasura's hooves already created a shallow ditch and then they started digging there tatrardramran mrudulagolatati pratiswa ಹಸ್ತೋಧೃತಾ ಅನತಿದೂರಗತಾ ದಿವ್ಯಂ ಸರಃ ಪ್ರಕಟಿತಿ ಪ್ರಕಟಿತ ಘಟಿಕಾಧ್ವಯೋಕ್ಯ ಸರಸ ಸ್ಮರತೆ ಸ್ಮ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಅಟ್ ದಟ್ ನಿಯರ್ ಬೈ ಸ್ಪಾಟ್ ಆಲ್ ದಿ ಗೋಪೀಸ್ ಬಿಗ್ಯಾನ್ ಡಿಗಿಂಗ್ ಅಪ್ ಲಂಪ್ ಲಂಪ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಸಾಫ್ಟ್ ಮಡ್ ವಿತ್ ದೇರ್ ಹ್ಯಾಂಡ್ಸ್ ಸಿ ರಾಧಾರಾಣಿ ವಾಸ್ ಪರ್ಸನಲಿ ಡಿಗಿಂಗ್ ದಿಸ್ ವಿತ್ ಹರ್ ಓನ್ ಹ್ಯಾಂಡ್ಸ್ ಅಲಾಂಗ್ ವಿತ್ ದ ಗೋಪೀಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ವೇ ಡಿವೈನ್ ಪಾಂಡ್ ಮ್ಯಾನಿಫೆಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ಇನ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಶಾರ್ಟ್ ಸ್ಪ್ಯಾನ್ ಆಫ್ ಅನ್ ಅವರ್ one hour she dug everything krishna was astonished to see the lake they produced roche chatirtha salilaihi paripurayaitan matkundatah sarasijakshi sahali bhistvam radha tadananananeti jagadayasmad tvatkundaniramurugo vadhapatakaktam radha tadananananeti jagadayasmad <laughs> very nicely it is described tvatkundanira murugo vadhapata kaktam he said go ahead lotus side one you and your companions should fill this pond with water from mine okay you have dug very well good now you have to fill the water where will get the water from my pond take all right i will give you man radha replied no 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 that's why here it is said ರಾಧಾ ತದಾನೇತಿ ಜಗಾದಯಸ್ಮತ್ ನನನೇತಿ ರಾಧಾ ರಿಪ್ಲೈಡ್ ನೋ 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 ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಇಂಪಾಸಿಬಲ್ ಸಿನ್ಸ್ ದ ವಾಟರ್ ಆಫ್ ಯುವರ್ ಪಾಂಡ್ ಇಸ್ ಕಂಟಾಮಿನೇಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ಯುವರ್ ಟೆರಿಬಲ್ ಸಿನ್ ಆಫ್ ಕಿಲ್ಲಿಂಗ್ ಅ ಕಾವ್ ಯುವರ್ ವಾಟರ್ ಇಸ್ ಫುಲ್ ಕಂಟಾಮಿನೇಟೆಡ್ ವಿತ್ ಆಲ್ ದ ಸಿನ್ ಟೆರಿಬಲ್ ಸಿನ್ ಆಫ್ ಕಿಲ್ಲಿಂಗ್ ಅ ಕಾವ್ ಐ ಡೋಂಟ್ ವಾಂಟ್ ಯುವರ್ ವಾಟರ್ ರಾಧಾರಾಣಿ ಸೆಟ್ ಆಹೃತ್ಯ ಪುಣ್ಯ ಸಲಿಲಂ ಶತಕೋಟಿ ಕುಂಭೈ ಸಖ್ಯರ್ಬುದೇನ ಸಖ್ಯರ್ಬುದೇನ ಸಹ ಮಾನಸ ಜಾಹ್ನವೀತ ಏತತ್ ಸರಃ ಸ್ವಮಧುನಾ ಪರಿಪೂರಯಾಮಿ ತೇನೈವ ಕೀರ್ತಿ ಮತುಲಾಂ ತನವಾಣಿ ಲೋಕೆ ಐ ವಿಲ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಮೈ ಕೌಂಟ್ಲೆಸ್ ಗೋಪಿ ಕಂಪಾನಿಯನ್ಸ್ ಬ್ರಿಂಗ್ ದ ಪ್ಯೋರ್ ವಾಟರ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಮಾನಸ ಗಂಗಾ ಹಿಯರ್ ಇನ್ ಬಿಲಿಯನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಪಾಟ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ವೇ ಐ ವಿಲ್ ಫಿಲ್ ದಿಸ್ ಲೇಕ್ ವಿತ್ ಮೈ ಓನ್ ವಾಟರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದಸ್ ಮೇಕ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ರೆನೌನ್ ಅನ್ಈಕ್ವಲ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಎಂಟೈರ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಸೊ actually this is the case radharani had billions of sakhi friends not just like you know a few few girls you know like no krishna had billions of boyfriends you know all the cowherd boys gopas and the gopis were also in billions and trillions no count arbudena you know arbudam means you know beyond even crores 
i will i will ask my uncountless gopi companions to bring the pure water from the manasi ganga and in billions of pots in this way i will fill this lake with my own water she wanted no under water of krishna ृष्ण she said radha said no 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 i don't want your water i will get my water from manasanga you can keep your water all contaminated water from terrible sin go you go i don't want it you know she said like that <laughs> so um krishna gestured to a heavenly personality who was an intimate associate of all the holy places so he was representing all the holy places which have assembled into that kunda in the form of the waters so that personality came up suddenly that person person rose up out of krishna's born and bowed down to the daughter of sri vishabhanu radharani then with palms joined so krishna just gestured come you, you speak she is not listening to me you you speak you know then <laughs> so then that person came out of the pond and bowed down to Radha, daughter of sri vishabhanu radharani then with palms joined and tears pouring from his eyes he began praying to her in devotion ृष्ण can understand them and thus he feels obliged to personally make sure that you can wash away your perspiration when you are fatigued so she said nobody knows your glories except krishna now he wants that whenever you feel tired or something he wants you to bathe in these waters and become refreshed that's his desire yashcharuyavakarasena bhavat padabjam arajyanu puramaho nidadhati nityam प्राप्यत्वदीयनयनाब्जतटप्रसादम्वम्यते he is always anointing your lotus feet with nectarian charu and yavaka and decorating them with ankle bells so he is actually krishna he he personally decorates radharani's feet he serves her feet with all kinds of cosmetics and you know decorations and puts ankle bells for her and he rejoices and feels most fortunate simply by satisfying the tips of the toes of your lotus feet on his order we have immediately come here to live in this most excellent pond which he created by one stroke of his heel but only if you now feel satisfied with us and bestow upon us your merciful glance will the tree of our desire bear fruit so our desire is like a tree but there is no fruit yet our desire is that we want to enter your pond also he has called us into his pond 
but now we want to enter your pond so our desire is like a tree now that we want to enter your pond but if you allow that then it will be it will bear fruit so he is nicely praying like this then radharani was like okay श्रुवा स्तुति निखिलतीर्थ गण से प्राहस्मतर्षमेदयतेमतीयसरसी सफलावामनोवर प्रकटम तदोचु हियरिंग दिस प्रेयर स्पोकन बाय द रिप्रेजेंटेटिव ऑफ द फुल असेंबली ऑफ द होली प्लेसेस श्री राधा वॉज प्लीज एंड सैड सो कैंडली टेल मी योर डिजायर so we have uh, he's actually said we have a desire we wanted to bear fruit please you allow us so in this way he prayed and radha was pleased by his humble prayers because krishna was too arrogant so she did not like oh, you nonsense you know, talking you know you are you are too much i i don't want then when he prayed you know in a humble way then she was pleased then they told her plainly our lives would be successful if we could come come to your pond that is the benediction we desire our lives all the holy places together they are saying our lives would be successful that means the holy places of pilgrimage themselves are saying that we will become successful if we can enter your pond that means how radha kund is so you know great that is the benediction we desire agachhate ti vrishabhanu sutasmitasya provachakanta vadana jadhritakshilkona ट her gopi companions all agreed with her decision and became immersed in the ocean of happiness they the gopis are just waiting when this radharani will subside her anger you know let's just cool it off you know let's have because they just wanted peace <laughs> radharani was all so she was making the whole situation tense and she was holding up the entire thing and they being her servants they just followed her orders but they were really hoping that radharani would cool down so when she you know she looked at krishna and then all right to come you know then she, the, the gopi companions all agreed with her decision and became immersed in the ocean of happiness indeed the beauty of all creatures both mobile and stationary was enhanced you know prapya prasadam athate vrishabhanu jayah shri krishna kunda gatatirtha varah prasahya bhitveva bhittimata ativegata eva radha kundam vyadhu svasalilai paripurnameva in this way the water is see what is that bhitve vabhitti mativegata eva radha kundam vyadhu svasalilai paripurnameva so thus gaining the grace of shrimati radharani the holy rivers and lakes in shri krishna kunda means in the sham kunda forcibly broke through its boundary walls and swiftly filled radha kund with their waters so the waters from the shamkund the broke open the barriers you know if you see in the in the vrindavan radha kund and shamkund are just beside each other they just broke the barriers and then filled up the whole radha kund with their waters <clears throat> so then 
प्रोचे हरि प्रियतमे तव कुंडमेतन मत्कुंडतोपि महिमाधिकमस्तु लोके अत्रैव मे सलिलकेलिरिहैव नित्यम स्नानम यथात्वमसि तद्वदिदं सरोमे लॉर्ड हरि देन सेड माय डियर राधा मे दिस पॉन्ड ऑफ योर्स बिकम इवन मोर वर्ल्ड रिनाउंड देन माइन आई विल ऑलवेज कम हियर टू बेथ एंड टू एंजॉय माय वाटर पास्टाइम्स इंडीड दिस लेक इज एज डियर टू मी एज यू आर you know he said nicely then radha said something radha bravidaham api swasaki radha bravidaham api swasaki bhiretya snasyami snasyam yarishta shatamarda namastu tasya yorishta mardana sarasyuru bhakti ratra snayad vasen mamasa evahama maha priyostu beautiful should read it again राधा ब्रवीदहमी स्वसखीभिरेतमर्दनमस्तु तोरिष्टमर्दन सरस्युरुभक्तिरत्रस्नायादसेन्मस एव महाप्रियस्तु श्री राधाराणी वाचिड राधा रिप्लाइड आई कम टू बेद इन योर पॉन्ड एज वेल इवन दो यू मे किल हंड्रेड्स ऑफ अरेस्टेड डीमन्स हियर in the future anyone who has intense devotion for this lake which is on the spot where you chastise arishtasura and who bathes or resides here is sure to become very dear to me i don't i don't really care whether you kill arishta hundreds of thousands of arishta i don't care in the in the beginning she made a big deal out of it oh you kill arishta you kill the bull you are you know you're sinful all the three worlds waters you have to bathe in all these things and big big drama I and mean, finally she said i don't care whether you kill hundreds of aristas hundreds of bull demons or whatever i don't care Now I will bathe in your water also. <laughs> oh, everything was cooled down. Now, Rasot Savam Prakurute Smachatatra Ratrao Krishnam Buddha Kritamaha Rasaharsha Varsha Shri Radhika Pravaravidyuta Lankrita Shri Strailokya Madhya Vitati Krita Divya Kirti. That night, Lord Krishna initiated a Rasa dance at Radha Kund. So this is the second Rasa dance, Rasa Lila, at Radha Kund. generating a torrent of the greatest mood of splendorous pleasure shri krishna resembled a cloud and shrimati radharani a brilliant flash of lightning filling the sky with abundant beauty in this way the divine glories permeated the expanses of the three worlds so this is the story of radha kund so here actually the appearance of radha kund so this all happened in the midnight you know that night this is also in the night because in the twilight in the dusk that arishtasura came and krishna killed and after that you know gopi said oh no 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 you, you are sinful already we cannot touch you anymore you are you are contaminated you killed a bull and in this way the whole thing happened and they dug krishna hit the heel and then the heel created his samakund and radharani along with her billions of friends she dug in one hour the one you know radhakund and the waters all came one by one asking for radharani's mercy and the waters all filled the radhakund and samakund all then all this in the night only in the same night and that night krishna had a raslila with the gopis at radhakund itself so uh, because radharani has personally dug it so this is a joke by radharani this was a joking conversation but you see it became for our deliverance so even a joke of radharani and krishna is so auspicious for us and it became the holiest of places that's why chaitanya mahaprabhu what happened so okay all this happened right so then it was lost this was 5000 years ago so then 500 years ago what happened 
you will read that now so i think we can do only one verse today tomorrow we will do the rest two verses we can finish in one day um where is it ah oh, this this is from the charitamrita madhyalila 18th chapter hmm? so this beautiful pastime happened during you know 5000 years ago when krishna was here and shamakund and radhakund were formed and 500 years ago in chaitanya mahaprabhu's time chaitanya mahaprabhu went to vrindavan at that time now vrindavan is overcrowded right but in those times nobody knew nobody knew where all the past time everything was lost everything was covered by the kaliyuga the influence of kaliyuga um, but chaitanya mahaprabhu revived and especially asked the goswamis to revive all those places he gave geographic information everything so one of the thing he personally dug the radhakund he personally you see this is this is the past time shri chaitanya mahaprabhu asked the local people where is radhakund everybody was like what what radhakund what is that <laughs> no one could inform him and the brahmana accompanying him or did not know either the lord then understood that the holy place called radhakund was no longer visible however being the omniscient supreme personality of godhead he discovered radhakund and shamakund in two paddy fields so he was in a paddy field and there he discovered radha he is krishna himself he knows exactly where it is so he went into paddy field and two paddy fields he said this is radhakund this is shamakund um, there was only a little water but he took his bath there there was only a very little water there and he took his bath there when the people of the village saw shri chaitanya mahaprabhu taking his bath in those two ponds in the middle of the paddy fields they were very much astonished the lord thus offered his prayers to shri radhakund hmm. and he said of all the gopis radharani is the dear most similarly the lake known as radhakund is very dear to the lord because it is very dear to shrimati radharani so whatever is dear to the radharani is dear to krishna more than anything else just as shrimati radharani is most dear to lord krishna so her lake known as radhakund is also very dear to him of all the gopis shrimati radharani is certainly the most beloved in that lake lord krishna and shrimati radharani used to sport daily in the water and have a rasa dance on the bank so daily they used to have water sports in the water and raslila on the bank of the every night indeed lord krishna gives ecstatic love like that of shrimati radharani to whoever bathes in that lake even once in his life the attraction of radhakund is as sweet as that of Rad- shrimati radharani similarly the glories of the kund lake are as great as shrimati radharani's because of its wonderful transcendental qualities radhakund is as dear to krishna as shrimati radharani it was in that lake that the all opulent lord shri krishna performed his pastimes with shrimati radharani with great pleasure and transcendental bliss whoever bathes just once in the radhakund attains shrimati radharani's loving attraction for shri krishna who within this world can describe the glories and sweetness of shri radhakund shri chaitanya mahaprabhu thus offered prayers to radhakund overwhelmed by ecstatic love he danced on the bank remembering the past times lord krishna performed on the bank of radhakund then he also did one more thing lord shri chaitanya mahaprabhu then marked his body with tilak made from the mud of radhakund this um, this tilak of radhakund is black in color dark because you know the mud there is dark in color so Uh, you will see some devotees in vrindavan and all they have this radhakund tilak which is black in color so there is not white like this this black dark in color 
So, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu put that tilak. And with the help of Balabhadra Bhattacharya, he collected some of the mud and took it with him. So, he took some of the mud and took it with him to put more tilak afterwards. From Radha Kunda, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went to Sumana's lake, where he saw Govardhan Hill from there. He was overwhelmed with joy. So, in this way, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu discovered the Radha Kund. And in fact, uh, there is also another Radha Kund in the Navadvip. Actually, two Radha Kunds there. It was manifested by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's uh, separation. One, one is in Ritudvip and one is in Antardvip. And in fact, Sri Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur also manifested one replica of Radha Kund in uh, Navadvip. We have also gone there, pilgrimage, I think some of you have also gone there, where uh, the Radha Kund was formed, I mean, uh, formed by the Sri Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, Prabhupada's Guru. So, he brought all the holy places water, water from the Radha Kund, from Vrindavan and also other holy places and he mixed and he made a lake there in the Chaitanya Mat, in the temple premises there. So, in this way, and also one another important thing about Radha Kund is that's where Srila Prabhupada last met Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur in person. He met Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, his guru, last in that Radha Kund. And at that place, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur ordered Prabhupada. He said, he said to Prabhupada, I am actually, Prabhupada was a Grihastha householder at the time. And um, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur said, I am actually disgusted with my disciples. Uh, all many Kanishta disciples are coming, all the third class disciples. All of them are just fighting. I have built a gorgeous temple in Calcutta. But the Brahmacharis are you know, fighting for, you know, I want this room, I want that room. They have forgotten the, when they are not having the mission of preaching attitude. You know, spreading the holy name, spreading the Krishna's philosophy and Krishna consciousness. So, I would rather even sell all the marble of the temple, the beautiful temple, marble temple, you know, that was. Even now it is there. Uh, so, Bag Bazaar. So, I would rather sell all the marble and print books with that money. So, then he told Prabhupada, if you ever get money, you print books. That instruction stayed with Prabhupada. And that was the last he met him. And later on, just two weeks prior to the passing away of um, Samadhi of uh, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, Prabhupada wrote a letter to his Guru. I want to serve you, but I am stuck in householder life. I want to know how, what can I do to serve you. And that way he wrote a letter. And then, just a few days after that, uh, I think on the 11th or 12th or 13th December of 1936, he sent that letter. And I think 17th of um, December, dated 17 December, there was a letter from Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur to Prabhupada. So then, uh, also he said the same thing. You 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 print books and preach in the Western world. This this uh, Krishna consciousness. So that and then two weeks later he attained samadhi. So Prabhupada took this as his life's mission of printing books and spreading it all around the Western countries. And he actually, with full sincerity, he executed the order and he became so successful. And all that started at Radha Kund. Of course, it also started before in Kolkata where. First meeting of Prabhupada happened in 1922 with Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur when Prabhupada was only 26 year old young man. Um, at that time, he already met him. Even that first meeting itself, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur told, 
you preach in the western countries in the english speaking world so in this way this is the glories of radha kund so that's why sri rupa goswami is so much glorifying radha kund of course um to attain that state of going there and without any offenses being there and cultivating devotional service this is a very high platform we should not prematurely go there and stay and probad never uh, endorsed that kind of uh, bhajana or devotional service because we are not qualified to do like that we have to now preach as long as we have got life we have to preach and when when we preach vrindavan along with radha kund shambhu everything is there everything is there wherever we preach the mercy of radharani the mercy of the gopis the mercy of krishna every chaitanya mahaprabhu is there so we just need to execute the order of krishna so chaitanya mahaprabhu said prithvi tyachu jata nagarad gram sarvatra prachar hoive mor naam he said in all the towns and villages my name will be spread so we have to do we have to prabhupada already did it we have to assist him in his mission we have to serve him in his mission and also he also said jare dekha tarika krishna upadesh amar agnya guru hoya tarai desh he said wherever you are spread krishna consciousness talk to anybody whom you meet about krishna and don't uh, don't talk nonsense just speak about krishna and jare dekha tarika krishna upadesh whoever you meet wherever you see them talk about krishna and if you don't know much about krishna or how to explain properly you just sell books you know in this way or give prasadam in this way spread krishna consciousness so then krishna radharani gopis every the whole blessing of the entire parampara is there if we just execute the order of the spiritual master see and at radha kund they met and they spoke this most important mission of preaching all over the world and printing books bhaktisiddhan saraswati thakur and prabhupad it is it is not a coincidental these are all very spiritually significant uh, incidents which happened all right so we will stop here so i hope uh, you enjoyed the description of radha kund's manifestation so it all started with <laughs> harishtas redeeman which you, you know which is the most unexpected start so if you have any questions we will try to answer that so jessica what is the significance of mohini ekadashi um okay today's topic is not that so we will not cover um i myself do not know the each of each of these ekadashis 26 ekadashis there are uh, significance but our prabhupad for us he gave us i would myself have to read the the story about mohini ekadashi but uh prabhupad gave us the thing that our ekadashi is mainly for uh, reducing bodily demands and spending more time in krishna service that's the main theme of ekadashi uh, especially for mohini ekadashi honestly i do not know the story so i myself have to read all the 26 stories and all uh, you can read it up you can always maybe do a google search maybe uh, but also it is uh, apart from the today's topic so we will go to the next question vishnu teja is asking are there more stories or bhavishya puranas from different kaliyugas available today well mostly it is from this day of brahma 
from different kali yugas available basically it's the same thing in kali yuga so the 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 symptom is the same the symptoms are just like in every winter the temperatures are usually the same of course the individual incidents may differ slightly here and there but the theme is the same the seasons of time of satya treta dwapara kali yuga the seasons are the same so of course in that narsimha puran there is the description of this muslim man who chant haram haram when the wild boar was killing him so that is from a different kali yuga so we have a glimpse of a different kali yuga there and we have also another glimpse of uh, kali yuga where in the first canto third chapter of bhagavatam the description of buddha is given so in that it is said that buddha came and stopped interplanetary travel so certainly in this buddha, in this kali yuga buddha did not do that uh, he actually stopped animal killing in one way he also stopped interplanetary travel because devatas when the people in this world were pious like yudhishthir maharaj did the rajasuya yagna all the devatas he he sent invitation card to devata devatas he sent an invitation card to them and they came and they, they accepted his invitation and they came and attended the function so they used to travel between planets like this and because of this the the wives of the devatas they were very unhappy all always our husbands are going away from us we cannot enjoy our husbands you know because of this this the yagyas all these people are doing yagyas and every time some function and then they will call and then our husband have to go we want our husband with ourselves so they were actually praying for when lord buddha will come and you know stop all this nindasi yagya vidherahah shruti jatam when he will stop all this um, vedic yagya process so actually veda when buddha came he rejected the vedas uh, because then he established okay you we you follow this ahimsa dharma ahimsa paramo dharma so he established a non vedic religion that's why it is called um veda what is it bauddha hoyla nastik vedar what is it um they are against the vedas this is explained in the chaitanya charitamrita so bauddha hoyla nastik so because of this they are considered as atheists they don't believe in god but actually he was god himself so in this way he tricked them but he rejected the vedas so nindasi yagna vidher so all the yagyas all stopped because vedas all no more all yagyas stopped and the wives of the demigods were very happy that the demigods are with them the husbands are with them so in that way the interplanetary travel stopped in one way but in another kali yuga he actually stopped even earthly beings used to travel interplanetary travel now our earthly scientists are not as advanced yet they're trying something to go to moon and mars but until now nothing much has happened but those times they used, they actually succeeded and they used to have free interplanetary travel and buddha came to stop that so that was a different kali yuga where he had a different mission in this time also he stopped the mission of i mean interplanetary travel but in a different way but he stopped annual killing that was his main business so these glimpses we have but i don't know if any other instances vishnu teja again are the other kali yugas different or do the same general events in the bhavishya puran happen yes the general events happen the same so the, it is a general same like a season every winter the individual things that happen every day to day may be slightly different but the season the temperature the the everything is the same right so like that it's just season of time where instead of temperature being the 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 highlight it is the religiosity being the highlight how much is one religious in satyayuga it is 
Treta Yuga 75%, Dwapar Yuga 50%, Kali Yuga starts with 25 and goes down to 0. So these are characterized by the religiosity of the people. Whereas the seasons that happen, they happen with temperature and rain and moisture, all these things. So that is the difference. Prithviraj Prabhu, is there any background to the killings of the seven newborns? Actually only six newborns, not seven. The seventh was a seemingly a miscarriage, but actually the Balram was transferred to your Rohini's womb. So six were killed by Kamsa. Yeah. Is there any background to the killings of the six newborns by Kamsa, similar to Ganga Devi dropping her sons in the river as soon as they were born and stopped until Bhishma Dev appeared? So yeah, there is. There is actually two two explanations. One of them are uh, because uh, okay again because it's a story, as you know. I forget the details of stories somehow. So Kalanemi was the in his previous Kamsa in his previous age was in his previous birth was a demon known as Kalanemi, and he was he was killed by this Vishnu avatar with eight eight hands. This is all explained in the Bhagavatam. And Kalanemi's sons were cursed for some reason, which I forget why. They were cursed to be killed by their own father. So actually, these six sons were actually Kalanemi's sons in the previous birth. But they became his sister's sons in this life and they had to be killed. So that is the background. But the full detail of the story I seem to forget. Maybe somebody can put down in the comments. If we have time, we can go through that. And the other reason being that the spiritual reason being that the six sons, the, the Kamsa represents the material nature. And the fear that Devaki had for Kamsa, that represents the fear or the apprehension we should have for Maya. We should be fearful of Maya. Fearful in the sense, we should be cautious, very cautious with Maya and not be very loose and very carefree. Because Maya will strike, just like in 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 a, you know, if you see a boxing match, for example, any martial art match, you know, you know, when they are fighting and fighting, slight inattention and this guy will just punch and the guy knocks out. So, the Maya is just waiting for that opportunity. So, if we are a little loose, if we are a little slackened in our sadhana or whatever it is, Maya will immediately strike us, strike us like anything. Nikatastha Maya thare, japatiya thare, knocked out. We, become, we will be knocked out. So, we have to have always that, always that cautious approach towards Maya and just like Devaki had fear for Kamsa. So what will happen if one has that? Then the six demons, which are actually the Kama, Krodha, Lobha, Moha, Madha, Matsarya, the lust, anger, greed, envy, uh, illusion, madness, these things which are represented by the six sons will be killed one after another. And then our womb, in, in this case it's Devaki's womb, in our case it's our heart. So, in our heart, all these six things will be destroyed if we have that apprehension towards Maya and always thinking of the Lord. You know? Always they were thinking of the Lord. Um, remember, they were they were they used to be uh, what is that? Sutapa and Prishni in their previous lives, and they prayed twelve thousand years. They did meditation, and they wanted the Lord as their son. So that's why the Lord became their son. So they were Krishna conscious all the way. Anyway, so by thinking of Krishna in this way, and also having this fear of Kamsa, who is a representation of material world. 
so they had these six things were killed so our kama krodha lobha madhamatsare will be killed that means anartha nivritti then the balaram will come into the our heart just like balaram came into the womb of devaki and then purify our heart and give us the strength balaram means strength so balaram will give us a strength a uh, spiritual strength with which then we can hold krishna in our heart just like devaki hold held krishna in her womb so these six things have to go and then balaram by the mercy of balaram then we can have krishna so this is the other explanation given by the acharyas so in this way there is two explanations but the the story part as you know my memory is a bit bit weak in that so so but i know this is the kala name is sons and they took birth so kamsa was actually their father in the previous life now he became the enemy so in other words this can also happen you know now we are all you know family members you know i love you you love me everything but then in next life we may hate each other like anything i hate you you know completely hate so this may happen so these illusory relationships so there is one thing we can learn from that but also there is the history of the past there is more detail to that actually you can if you google maybe you can get it you know okay tapasya prabhu is asking hari krishna prabhu did they radha and krishna speak sanskrit yeah they were speaking sanskrit sanskrit is the most um sophisticated language it is not that they do not know other languages krishna was an expert linguist one of the 64 qualities is that he is an expert linguist so is radharani of course i mean they are the source of all languages they can krishna used to even speak to the plants the the bees the birds the animals he used to speak with them in their own language so perfect linguist means not just human languages but even animal languages perfectly uh, so but sanskrit is the most sophisticated of all languages and which is full of you know so much meaning and you know so yeah they spoke in sanskrit sunita sharma what is the difference between kunda and kunja kunja means groves you know kunja means like um, nikunja you know um, kunja means groves what is that uh, radha madhav kunj bihari radha madhav kunj bihari kunja gopijana vallabha girivaradhari so kunj bihari means kunj means the groves the the forests the gardens so that is kunja and kunda means lake but kunda don't say kunda kunda means it's a it's a flower mandara kunda kurabotpala champakarna punnaganaga bahul bakulambu japari jata gandher chite tulasika bharanena tasya yasmin tapa sumanaso bahumanayanti so kunda means a flower but kunda kunda means lake kunja means garden forest or groves then ajanya actually maya will help us to progress in bhakti is it well yes she will act as yoga maya if we are if we are becoming devotee she will test us uh, she will test us and actually that is good because that will in fact become yoga maya's action the same maya is pun- punishing the non devotees but for the devotees it appears like she's 
also having the same kinds of situations but the devotee has a different effect so maya maya means basically forgetfulness of krishna so she causes us to forget krishna but when a devotee goes through difficulties he doesn't forget krishna he doesn't become inimical to krishna he becomes more krishna conscious so by the by the action of yoga maya we become more krishna conscious like for example maya means avidya ignorance we don't know about krishna but if you see yashoda when she saw the universe in the mouth of krishna at at for for a moment she was struck wow, what is this i am seeing then after some time krishna just covered her and then she forgot oh, this is my son so that is a kind of ignorance she did not know he is the supreme personality of godhead but that ignorance is not maya ignorance it is yoga maya because she is not forgetting krishna in order to facilitate the mood because if she knows that this is a supreme personality of godhead she will not uh, chastise him she will not tie him up she will offer prayers to him but no but he wants to be tied up he wants to be scolded he is thinking krishna is thinking hey, everybody is just praying and praying and praying to me but nobody is there to scold me i want somebody to scold me so uh, he 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 covers yashoda you, know, you scold me you know, i am not supreme person i am just your son scold me and then if you are not scolding me enough okay i will steal more butter from other people's houses so that they will all all those gopis will complain to you and then you scold me so in this way he used to do all these things so you know that is krishna's leela so in that way yashoda does not know she forgets the fact that he is the supreme personality of godhead but that is not avidya because avidya means it will f- make us forget krishna but in the case of yashoda she is so powerful in her remembrance that not only with her mind can she capture krishna but even with her own hand she can tie him up that much she is krishna conscious so that is the action of yoga maya so but one when mahatmanastu mam partha daivim prakritim ashrita the devotee is there under the protection of yoga maya immediately maya will change her nature and become yoga maya for the devotee hmm. but for those who are sinful for them it is punishment that is also good because by punishing them their sinful activities are being reduced the stock of reaction is reducing 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 you know by each punishment the stock of sinful but the problem is they are committing more sinful activities every second so that's why unless one actually comes to the point of meeting a pure devotee we cannot really stop this uh, cycle of or the continuous bhava pravaha bhava bhava pravaho paramam padambujam you know that is explained in the kunti devi explains this nicely ಶ್ರೀನ್ವಂದಿಗಾಯಂತಿಗೃಣಂತ್ಯಭೀಕ್ಷಣಶಃ certainly see your lotus feet which alone can stop the repetition of birth and death 
So that is the effect. Mamamaya duratyaya maamevaya prapadyante mayametam tarantite. By surrendering to Krishna, we can cross over Maya. Can you explain about illusion? Uh, what is there? How to explain? Maya is illusion. No? Illusion means forgetfulness of Krishna. That is the illusion. And we think that this body is everything. We think what is not. Maya means to accept that which is not. We think that this is our, this is me. This is our, this body is me. This is illusion. And I have nothing to do with God. These are all illusion. So our real position is to be always servant of Krishna. To, to, to forget that is the illusion. That's why it is said in the Vishnu Puran. Sahanistan Mahachidram Samoha Sachavibrahmaha Yan Muhurtam Kshanam Vapi Vasudevam Nachintayet. Finally, I forgot to remember that verse from Vishnu Puran, which is in the 2.9.36 purport. So, even one second of forgetfulness of Krishna is the greatest uh, mistake or fault, greatest illusion, and greatest anomaly. So, basically, forgetfulness of Krishna is illusion. And um, Ajanya again, what are what are exams of illusion? Can you say from your personal experience? Exams of illusion, many ways. I mean, we have no time for such an elaborate explanation now. <laughs> but um, you know, so many. I mean, how many can I say? So many, so many incidences. But maybe it's a time for another thing because we want to keep to the topic. I want to keep to the topic. Sunita Sharma, how did the six Goswamis build the temples of Vrindavan? Where did they get the wealth and labor from? Good. So, great kings like for example, Raja Mansingh, he donated to Rupa Goswami. And in that way, Rupa Goswami, Sanatan Goswami also, you know, big king came and, you know, that boat of, uh, what is that? Uh, again, a story I forget, you see. So, in this way, in exchange for being saved, he, he said, I will build a temple. So, in this way, he built the Radha Madan Mohan temple and the Raja Mansingh built the Radha Govind Ji temple, which of course later was destroyed by Aurangzeb and his followers and then the deity was taken to Jaipur. Now, the Radha Govind Ji is in the Jaipur. Hmm. So, all the, I mean, great kings, they used to donate money and this is how and all the labor, everything they used to donate and then that's how they constructed the temples. So, that's that should be the way. So, devotees are there dedicating their life and spreading the glories of the Lord and those who are working, those who have wealth, they should spare their wealth for this purpose. Everybody should cooperate. Uh, then, even that work will become spiritualized of people who work outside, even that will become spiritualized if the wealth is given to the devotees to build the temple, you know, and uh, support the temple programs and all. That is the way it should be. That is the Varnashram system, proper system. Uh, this is uh, Nikita means, uh, what is the initiated name? I forget the initiated name. So, uh, why Yogamaya is called Subhadra? So, Yogamaya is Krishna's sister and Krishna's sister is Subhadra. That's why she is called Subhadra. Because you know that uh, when Arjuna, Arjuna actually married Subhadra. No? In fact, Abhimanyu is the son of Subhadra. And she is actually Krishna's sister. 
so just you know when uh, you know what is that when the baby was replaced of course she was came as durga but also yogamaya so actually subhadra is that yogamaya the sister of and under her influence is the entire spiritual world and she is an expansion actually of radharani she is an expansion of radharani and radharani is a supreme spiritual energy and she is coming from there actually her original state is that so in this way she is situated subhadra bhadra means auspicious subhadra means very very auspicious abhadra means all the inauspicious things abhadrani vidhunoti unwanted things any more questions or comments can you take a lecture about illusion in the coming days whenever you have time including your experiences other devotees experiences how devotees escape from the exams <sighs> i don't know we have time for that but uh, we definitely want to do the narsimha leela which uh, swati swati mata ji has asked yesterday so that is uh, <clears throat> that we will do because narsimha chaturdashi is coming and i think it will be good um, in fact many points i was actually contemplating on it many points we did not cover also in the narsimha prayers um, session so we will actually go through the entire past time of i think it will take maybe 3 days maybe three parts or maybe four parts let's see so i think tomorrow will be the last two verses of nectar of instruction we will do two together and um, i think it will be a short session tomorrow uh, and from the day after that which is sixth which is on the day of narsimha chaturdashi we will start um, the actual uh, pastimes of narsimha dev how it all started from the bhagavatam so in that way we will start and i think for 3 or 4 days we will have that and uh, after that we will see maybe we will go to other we have i have other plans we will we will see once it is done mm oh yes from harivamsha yes so the history of the okay let's read this because it was asked right the formally the history so this is actual actual history let's read it formally an asura named kalanemi had six sons namely uh, named hamsa suvikrama kratha damana ripumardana and krodha hanta they were known as shadgarbhas or six garbhas and they were all equally powerful expert in military affairs these six garbhas gave up the association of hiranyakashipu their grandfather you know hiranyakashipu was their grandfather so kalanemi father hiranyakashipu grandfather that means he had other son than pralat hmm, somewhere looks like and underwent they the six the shadgarbhas gave up the association of hiranyakashipu the grandfather and underwent great austerities to satisfy lord brahma who upon being satisfied agreed to give them what benediction they might desire when asked by lord brahma to state what they wanted the shadgarbhas replied dear lord brahma if you want to give us a benediction give us the blessing that we will not be killed by any demigod maharoga or that means disease yaksha um there are other type of demigods and gandharvapati siddha charana or human being 
nor by great sages who are perfect in their penances and austerities. Um, Brahma understood their purpose and fulfilled their desire. But when Hiranyakashipu came to know these events, he was very angry at his grandsons. You have given up my association and have gone to worship Lord Brahma, he said, and therefore I have no I no longer have any affection for you. You have tried to save yourselves from the hands of the demigods, but I curse you in this way. Your father will take birth as Kamsa. You see, Hiranyakashipu cursed. Your father will take birth as Kamsa and kill all of you because you will take birth as sons of Devaki. Because of this curse, the grandsons of Hiranyakashipu had to take birth from the womb of Devaki and by be killed by Kamsa, although he was briefly their father. This description is mentioned in the Harivamsa, Vishnu Parva, second chapter. According to the comments of the Vaishnava Toshani, the son of Devaki known as Kirtiman was the third incarnation. In his first incarnation, he was known as Smara and was the son of Marichi. Marichi is the son of Brahma, one of the Prajapatis. And later he became the son of Kalanemi. This is mentioned in the histories. In the 10th canto, first chapter, 69th purport. Another... Hmm. This, this Mara was what he was doing. He was cursed to become the son of Kalanemi because this is what he did. Prior to this, and this is from the Harivamsa, they were all well known by the names Mara, etc., who and were the sons of Marichimuni. They laughed after seeing the universal grandsire Brahma running after his own daughter. Due to this offense of looking down on a great personality, they had to take birth as demons. Yeah, so this is the actual history of them. They laughed when Brahma ran after his own daughter, overtaken by sex desire. Although it was a fall down, but they should not have laughed at him. And because of that, they became like this. They became demon sons, Kalanemi sons, and after they were cursed by Hiranyakashipu and further killed again by Kamsa, who was their actual father in the previous life. So, in this way, Sunita Sharma, can you also do a class about how to learn to sing the songs of the morning program? I think we already did, right? We already finished all the morning songs. We already finished. I think you can watch back all the uh, strengthening foundations. There we have we have covered all the songs already. All right, we will stop here. Jai Shri Upadeshamrata ki jai, Srila Rupa Goswami ki jai, Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Srimati Radharani ki jai, Sri Radha Kund ki jai, Shama Kund ki jai, Vrindavan Dham ki jai, Nitai Go Premanade, Hari Hari Bo, Anandari Vaishnavrind ki jai, Sri Sri Radha Madan Mohan ki jai.